welcome to the Proximo Weekly Podcast. I'm Evie Burnett, Head of Production at Proximo, and I'm happy to share some of the latest stories from Proximo News. Hydrogen is one of the most exciting topics that the market is grappling with at the moment. How do we finance it? Who needs to be involved in the deal? And when will we start to see meaningful transactions crossing the line? On September 29th, we're running a free-to-attend webinar focused on catalyzing electrolyzers, moderated by Proximo's Tom Hopkins. As we're focusing on hydrogen this week, I wanted to share some of the latest hydrogen-related stories with you. The New York State government is committing $16.6 million for five long-duration energy storage projects in the state. Funding is coming from the Renewable Optimization and Energy Storage Innovation Programme, which is administered by the New York State Energy Research and Development Authority. Projects being supported include a six-hour duration zinc-based battery storage project, a 3D-printed pumped hydroelectric energy storage system integrated with offshore wind, hydrogen storage paired with nuclear generation, a reversible hydrogen fuel cell and a prototype solid oxide electrolyzer cell for hydrogen production. The executive board of ThyssenKrupp has taken the decision to proceed with the construction of a hydrogen-powered direct reduction plant in its Duisburg site in Germany, with investment expected to reach over 2 billion euros. The plant will have an initial capacity of 2.5 million metric tonnes of low-carbon steel that could be doubled by 2030. The contract award is planned for Q3 2022, with production to start in 2026. OCI is planning to start construction of a 1.1 MTPA blue ammonia facility in Beaumont, Texas, to serve both the US market and export clean ammonia as a hydrogen carrier. Utilities and available land have been sized to allow for an additional 1.1 million tonne per annum blue ammonia line in the future. Marie Technomont began undertaking detailed engineering and procurement work earlier this year, and production is targeted for Q1 2025. Site works are scheduled to start in the coming weeks. Capital expenditure is expected to be within OCI's guidance of up to $450 million growth capex for the group in 2023. San Diego Gas and Electric Company has submitted a proposal with the California Public Utilities Commission for a renewable hydrogen demonstration project. The study will include installation of an electrolyzer and the study of blending up to 20% hydrogen in the existing gas system on the University of California San Diego campus. An isolated section of a gas line serving a UC San Diego apartment complex would use hydrogen blended gas for common building equipment such as boilers and water heaters. The results of the study would help inform the development of a renewable hydrogen blending standard for California. Gunvor has selected McDermott and its storage business CB&I to provide front-end engineering design for its green hydrogen import terminal project in Rotterdam. The terminal is intended to help transform Rotterdam into a green energy hub. Under the contract, CB&I will be responsible for providing feed for the ammonia tank and associated inside battery limits equipment. McDermott will work on the internet connecting pipeline, tie-ins and the outside battery limit scope. The project aligns with aspirations to produce around 4.6 megatons of hydrogen annually by 2030 as part of the Netherlands climate strategy. Edison and Saipem are to acquire 50% and 10% respectively of the SPV Alboran Hydrogen Brindisi for the implementation of the Puglia Green Hydrogen Valley project. The project involves the construction of three green hydrogen production plants in Brindisi, Taranto and Serignola for a combined electrolysis capacity of 220 megawatts powered by 400 megawatts of solar capacity. 
The plants will produce up to 300 million meters cubed of green hydrogen per year when fully operational for use by local industry and sustainable mobility, as well as for injection into the local gas grid. Energy Harbour Corp is leading a coalition that intends to transition the US Midwest into a leading low-carbon fuel production centre. Great Lakes Clean Energy will utilise power from Energy Harbour's Davis Best nuclear power station to produce hydrogen by electrolysis. The initiative aligns with the DOE's hydrogen shock goals and will result in near-term cost-effective decarbonisation. Joining the coalition are the University of Toledo, major industrial companies in the region, several DOE national laboratories and others. NG is to go ahead with plans to build a green hydrogen plant in Western Australia to feed an ammonia facility owned by Norway's Yara International. The project will use energy from solar panels and a small battery energy storage system at Yara's site to power a 10 megawatt electrolyzer and make 640 tonnes of hydrogen per year. Uniper and Vesta Terminals are planning to study the feasibility of a green ammonia hub at the Port of Flushing in the Netherlands. The new hub would be created through the refurbishment and expansion of an existing storage facility located at Vlissingen. The port is the country's third largest and is strategically located on the Scheldt River, which connects the ports of Antwerp and Ghent to the North Sea. That's all for this week. Make sure to tune into our Hydrogen webinar on September 29th. Our editor Tom Hopkins will be joined by Scott Shields, partner at New Energy Development Company, Luisa Fuentes, Managing Director and Head of Energy Transition and Sustainable Finance at CIBC, Peter Van Ees, Hydrogen Energy Sector Lead at ABN AMRO, and Dr F. Maximilian Bermker, partner at Watson, Farley & Williams. If you have any questions about the stories from today's episode, or if you want to join the webinar, just get in touch with us on team at proximoinfra.com. Have a great week.